Do you know how many? I actually no. Shut up. No. Can you shut your mouth for a minute? No. I want to talk about the young lady on Facebook is going viral. How she educated her parents on the situation that's going on now, and plus the past, and how her parents was dumb and blind to what's going on. She stood up to her parents and trying to get them to understand where she's coming from, where everything is coming from, and they couldn't understand it. I also want to talk about Candace Owens. I want to talk a little bit about my situation. I want to talk about the cops that are thugs, killers, and KKK members. And I also want to thank my brothers and sisters of other races who stood on the front line with us and for us. What's up, people? It's the big guy. Welcome to Culturally Dysfunctional. Let me start off by saying these are my opinion and views of what I see and interpret as dysfunctional. Nothing but what I grew up seeing and understanding what all this means. I had to grow up and educate myself on life and learn a different difference between right and wrong. Morals are way different than what I'm used to. A new generation of disrespect, violence, and morals. My community is the opposite of what I was hoping to see as I get older. Martin Luther King gave a speech, I have a dream, but then later said that dream had turned into a nightmare. So in my episodes of Culturally Dysfunctional, I will be talking about the nightmare that the new generation is making for the older generation. Some may agree, some may disagree. It's all about who is looking with open eyes and mind. With that being said, let's jump into it. That young lady that stood tall against her, her parents, I just want to thank her. Cause she has proven so much of what parents has been teaching their kids for so long, whether they knew it or not, but that thought process, they're what helps raise future races. And let me let me tell you what I mean by that. Okay, if you're telling your kids that the black folks are are animals or thugs or they put down the guns and and all type of mess like this. They, they begin to build this negative visual of us. Cause you, you gotta realize, understand, it ain't only black people that carry gun illegal, illegally. That them rob or stole or did any or did anything like that. But we're the one that's taking the face, the image of all the crime that goes on, like no other race does it. And then when they see and hear their parents growing up with this hate or these or this thought process about black people, they begin to internalize it and begin to see us as their parents see us. When their parents are the ones that supposed to know better. But this young girl, this young lady, I don't know if she's about 13, look like it, is that she sees different, but her parents want to tell her that she don't know. 
when it's really, in fact, that they don't know. Kids are brought in this world with a, a clean slate. No wrinkles on the brain, no thought process, not, don't know nothing about what's going on in the world. Like a computer. That computer don't know nothing until you program it. So when the parents are the first people to start programming that computer, they set the stage. And once they keep drilling it and then putting it in their head, this is what they grow up believing and seeing. Cause they want to follow in their parents' footsteps. But then you got some that take a different approach cause they see different. They try to they make sense of the world on their own. But then when parents want to tell them that they're wrong, they don't know nothing. They just they they just started. They don't they don't know nothing like the parents were telling this young lady. But she wasn't going. She knew better. The parents didn't know better. Ain't that something? And, and for us to listen and to hear and to hear her parents, her dad called us animals. Like we're we're not humans. The people see us as not humans. That still goes on today, and they carries over into their children. They put it into their children. That's why real black history need to be taught in school. Not just the Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, all the little short summary of what they give us, but you need to get off into it. Cause some of these parents growing up and don't know nothing about history, the struggle, the fight, everything this young lady was explaining to them. that they should already know. So we see how her parents look better. See, kids would go out here and play all day together with no color line, no, it's not there. They don't see the color. They see kids playing, having fun. But it's only until the parents put in the head and the, the visual, the media, what they show them about black people that's negative helps form that, help transform the truth. Not showing that all races have these certain types of, or I don't say certain types, I'm gonna say, uh, the things that they do criminally. Uh, you know, they're selling drugs, whether it's carrying guns illegal, or is it uh, stealing, robbing. All cultures have those type of people in it. It's not a race, it's not a color. It's a person, it's a personality. It's the character of that person. Their skin color don't have nothing to do with what they choose to do in life. Let me repeat that. Their skin color 
do not have nothing to do with what a person choose to do criminally in life. I'm black. I don't rob. I don't steal. I don't kill. I'm not racist. I don't see color force me to judge my you know, judge a person on, uh, say, white people do this, this race does this over here, this black does this over here. When it comes to those things that was mentioned for us, carrying guns or selling drugs or, or whatever. I see only that individual who has, does, has done that. But that, that young lady, I was, that was a proud moment. So one day when the parents, hopefully they look back at this and see that she was right. And they was 100% wrong that a child told them. Sometimes you gotta listen to your kids. Sometimes you gotta listen to your kids. They can teach you something. And that's what she just did. She just taught them something. But even though they're not gonna listen to her cause they think she too young, she don't know what she talking about. When in fact, she do. I like that. Okay. Candace Owens. <sighs> I don't know, it, 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 it's something seriously, seriously wrong with that woman. She went, did a, a background history check on George Floyd. When what we're going through today has nothing to do with, with George Floyd. Character is past, boy anything it has to do with the police brutality the system the injustice the murders way deeper than what she's trying to display it's not about none of that whether he was a criminal did stuff in the past has nothing to do with this. We don't know, did he have a fake $20 bill? No, that hasn't been proven. It was hearsay. And for a police officer, they're supposed to protect and serve to place your knee on a man's neck for eight to nine minutes or seven minutes. One minute is too long. Just because you can do it. And for your fellow officer to stand around and guard you, why you do it? They even had to the knee on them. This, this crazy.
and Candace Owens when research all this don't really don't have nothing factual about it. If it, if it was, I, I don't I don't know. But the issue was that she went through that on his trying to blame him for his murder because of his past or what he has done done before. But you didn't go look at the cops' history. Then look at the fact that the cops just killed the man. And you want to you want to blame the guy that was killed the protest is because officers are killing black men and nothing is being done he's not the first the second the third the fourth the fifty the hundred that has been done to. It's been done in the past. It's, it's being done now presently. And it's gonna be done in the future. Only thing that's gonna change, that's gonna have to change, is that these officers are accountable for their actions as if I would be if I had did the same thing. They would get the same judgment, the same time. As if it was me. But Candace Owens, she's lost. I I don't have nothing else to say about her. I couldn't even I couldn't even watch her video all the way through. I could only watch maybe a minute of it, if that. But uh, let's move on. Let me tell you about my situation. I have a son, twenty-five years old. He got a nice car, Camaro, white. He's being harassed by the police in his city, which is West Memphis, Arkansas. Okay. He has no record, criminal record. He don't be in trouble, get in trouble. Every time the officer pulls him over or bothers him, he's around the corner from his house. He's headed home from work. They stay posted up in the area. They're posted up in the area and they know his car and they pulls him over and they want to holler, I smell weed or something to try to pin him. They did it once before. They, they put it on him. I know it, I know they did. He was with me right after he got off from work, came over here and talked to me, we took a picture, and he went home. And a few minutes after that, here it is that they done attacked him, pulled him out of the car, still had his seatbelt on. 
one officer hollered that she thought he was reaching for a gun. So she was about to shoot my son. And then in fact, while they was pulling him out the car by his arm, he was trying to take off his seatbelt. They kicked him. No, and they wasn't all white. They was white and black. And they've been doing this ever since last year, targeting young black men in the impoverished community. Because guess what? They don't have the money to get high-priced lawyers or to keep paying fines. So they have to get a public defender who probably pushes them to plead guilty, get a record, then make getting a job just much, just that much harder. And then constantly bother them, bring them into court. Then they look at the history. So he was arrested for this, arrested for that because he can't fight it. And then that be, that builds an image and a character of that person. I called the police department. I wanted to speak to a sergeant or a lieutenant or whoever. And I wanted to make a complaint about the harassment on my son. But the thing about it, they want to say he's 25. He have to call himself and make the complaint. I said, yeah, I just want to get the ball rolling, see who we need to talk to. Cause the thing about, the thing about this here, they know that a lot of these young men, that's 25 years old and younger, they don't know the steps. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to fight against someone that's harassing them. They don't have the money. They don't have the, the knowledge or know how to talk to them. the person that they need to talk to and how and know what this person is telling them to know be able to be able to disciple what they can do. Cause a lot of times the officers, the people tell them basically ain't nothing you can do. We the police. Cause I don't I don't had an experience back in my young day where a police officer told me he said, you see this pen right here? He said, whatever I write down is your charge. You see how that worked? You can't set up an argument with an officer and tell them that you, you know your rights, you know the law, cause they don't care about your rights or they don't care about what you know about the law because the law stands with them. So that's why it has become, has become every parent, grandparents, fear of their young child, young adult in their 20s or whatever. Is this right here? Because they don't know. 
how to handle it. They don't want to have the, the finances or the people to represent them. So how do they act out? They act out like what's going on now when they get a chance or opportunity to. The, the only release that they have of it to fight back when they got a group of people behind them. Like the police department has a lot of officers behind them. They do what they want, they do what they want to do. But then when it comes to a protest, and these people that's got built up frustration with the law and the things that's going on from, from years, from the past and to the present, on and on to the future, the lies, the corruption, the planting of drugs on, on young black men, the, the, the arresting uh, innocent black people going to jail, doing time for stuff they shouldn't be in there for then find out 30 years that they was innocent, 30 years later that they was innocent. So now the frustration comes out through this protest, through this, through this looting. No, I don't agree with the looting. You have the protest, protesters and you have the looters. But somehow they both coincide and it, it, it makes it, it's like it, it have to be a part of it to see, to show the anger. Let's talk about these cops. These cops are thugs, killers, KKK members. You can, you can see this in the protesters. The protesting, you can you can see it, how the officer treat the people. They trample all over their constitutional right. Officer, officers are running over people with horses, running them over with cars, shooting them, beating them with batons. When they haven't did anything, they could be helping up another protest and the officer will come up and spray that person with mace, hit them with a baton, run them over, uh, shooting people in the face. People have lost their eyes, lost their eye. Being pushed down, they, they don't care about it whether you a woman, elderly, a child, they don't care about none of that. They get to do to you what you can't do to nobody else without going to jail or being charged with a crime. They get to do to you what if you fought back, defended yourself against them, you will get charged for defending yourself against them. You will probably even be killed and they be justified for killing you for defending yourself against them. That's when you know the law is above the law. These officers are out of control. They're dangerous. And the law protects them. The lawmakers protect them. 
if it's going on in your city, that mayor don't need to be a mayor again, and that chief of police don't need to be the chief of police. If that mayor is not standing up, saying anything, getting on that chief of police, and that chief of police is not saying anything to those officers, need a clear house. Need to clean out the house. Cause they are the problems. And then when those officers are fired, they need to be stripped of their license that they can't go to another neighboring county, state or nowhere and be become an officer again. Not just get fired, then basically go over here and get a job over here at the other police department. All these officers that's on video that's committing criminal acts against the people need to be charged. Every video that pops up, their officers need to be investigated, charged and arrested and convicted. Not just charged, convicted. Cause charging is one thing and then convicting is another. These officers, the thug officers, these racist officers need to be off the streets. They need to be locked up. These lawmakers that are protecting them, that's not saying anything, that are standing up for them, they need to join them. They're part, they, they are part of the problem. Let's get them out of here. Cause until the end, ain't none of us safe. And to my other brothers and sisters of other races, of all races that stood beside us, standing on the front line, taking beatings and, and, and whoopings and standing up against thug police, road police. I'd like to thank you for everybody that has been going through this. This is way different from way back in the 50s and the 60s when we only had a few. But when you look out there at them protesters, now, that has come a long ways. I see more white women, black women, standing up on that front line, facing those police officers. Man, that's, that's gangster. They standing there face to face with them. They don't know they ain't scared of them. Other races coming out, they, they mean, they, they standing there fighting with us, with us, holding the fist up, representing, representing. And that's the most exciting part about it. The, the best feeling about it that we have, the other races 
coming out standing against the injustice, calling out their people that's racist, telling them they ain't joining, they're a part of the problem. If they're against it, if, if they're racist, they're part of the problem like that young lady did. She called out her parents. Now, that's gangster. I'd like to thank those who has listened to this episode of Caution and Dysfunctional and to those who stand for justice with us. Until next time, peace.